0: guys. Welcome back to another episode of Manifest with Tori Simone. I'm your host, Tori DeSimone. Oh, I'm so excited to be podcasting today. You guys have no idea. And I'm even more excited because this is an audio only. I'll still post the audio onto YouTube, but I'm not like recording myself visually today for really just... Mm, no reason other than all I wanted to do is lay down on my bed. and would record this like old school style, like no video. And I just wanted to chill. And that's what I'm doing right now. I'm chilling. I'm actually closing my eyes as I'm talking about this right now. And I'm just laying on my bed recording this episode and it's everything I could have ever asked for and more. It's amazing to me right now. I think it's been really amazing because this week has been incredibly go, 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 and I've realized that I get cold sores when I'm stressed out, and that's been new to learn, and that's really not been fun, and I'll tell you what. Um, But I, I also have the feeling like it might be a cycle thing because every time I get my cycle, like a new cycle begins, I tend to get a cold sore. And I was talking to a couple girls this morning at the studio about it and they say the same thing. So I'm wondering if it's stress or cycle or both because right now they tend to be happening at the same time. But I don't think it's stress from my cycle. I think I know like what the I mean, I do know what the stress is. And I'll talk about it in just a second. It's good stress. Um, one of my good friends, Lily, on the 8020 podcast, posted on her Instagram um about how busy she was. And then she wrote a quote and said, being busy is a blessing. And it is so true, and I'm really grateful to be as busy as I am right now, so I don't want to be complaining about it, nor do I want it to come across as complaining, but I have noticed that when I get stressed, whether it's good or bad stress, stress is stress to the body, um, I tend to get cold sores, which is interesting and something that I don't want. So if you guys deal with this, let me know what you do. This is my third one in three months, which is crazy, absolutely crazy. Um, But anyway, we're not going to really talk more about that, but I will say that my stress is coming from something very good, and it's very good stress, which I'm really grateful for. And this is the problem, but it's also the solution, and you guys will hear why later in the episode. The good news that I have to share is that Stride Sea Isle is expanding. I'm really, really excited. So, if you're brand new to Manifest and you've never heard of my show before or listened to an episode, welcome. You've chosen a great one to start with. Um, My name is Tori. I am 25. I was going to say 24. I'm 25 years old. I'm an entrepreneur. And I have two, but now three spin studio fitness locations. So in 2018, I opened a spin and fitness location in the suburbs of Phoenixville or the suburbs of Philadelphia in a town called Phoenixville, Pennsylvania. And we offer spin, bar, box, yoga, um, what am I missing? Pilates, Strength hit. We offer a ton of different workouts there at my studio in Phoenixville. And I have a co owner, Jess, and we run it together. And it's been a lot of fun. In 2020, um, I came out to Seattle City, New Jersey, which is about an hour and a half, two hours away, depending on the traffic, from my other location. And I opened up a one, like a spin studio out here in Seattle City, New Jersey. And that one is only open in the summertime. And because of it only being open in the summer, I live at the Jersey Shore in the summertime because that is where the studio is. Seattle City is one of the towns of the Jersey Shore. So I live at the Jersey Shore in the summertime. I run the studio down here. And then in the off season or the other nine months of the year, I'm back at home with um, at the Phoenixville studio, but down here, when I first opened, I was just offering spin and spin only, and then last year I added on beach mat Pilates, and it's been a dream to also offer beach mat Pilates. But because it's outside on the beach, there are you know regulations that I have to follow, such as the time of the day, the days of the week, that all has to be approved by the city. And I'm very grateful to have approval at all. So I'm really, really grateful for that and that they allow me to do that. But the big thing that's out of my control is the weather. So when it rains or when it's too windy, something like that, we have to cancel class. I can't really just move it inside. Um, I've done it a couple times this summer and it's just worked out scheduling wise. But for the most part, I just have to cancel it because I can't like rearrange the rest of my schedule at the studio for that morning. And when I say my schedule, I mean the schedule. It's not like my personal schedule. It's the class schedule because it's a class-based fitness studio. And um, the studio there is a little wonky with space. Like we couldn't do it in the lobby and we can't do it in the spin room. And the only other room that's in there is a spin room. So I wasn't really looking for another space, but about a week and a half ago, another space kind of just fell on my lap and it was way too good of an opportunity to pass up. So I was like, you know what, I'm just going to go for it. And I'm really excited to announce that there are now two locations in Sea Isle for Stride Sea Isle, and they are only one block apart. And in the second space, I'm going to be offering yoga and Pilates. So I'm very, very excited. So now Stride Sea Isle will offer beach mat Pilates, rhythmic and traditional spin, yoga and Pilates. And I'm so excited. Um, So the new space has been really fun to navigate. And now I'm in the midst of setting it up. And I just remember like how much I love the feeling of setting up a new business. It's so fun. I get to be really creative. I get to put systems in place. It really makes me so happy to be doing this. So I'm very, very grateful. And this feeling of being so busy, feels really good for me. And while I definitely have moments of stress and it manifests into cold sores and like in the shower last night, I was like taking deep breaths. Like I do thrive off it at the same time. So it feels really, really good to be this busy. And I'm so grateful for another space and I'm just so excited. And it's also going to be awesome when it opens because you guys will hear um, in my ideal summer day, how I plan to you know, go to the space a lot and practice yoga and all that sort of good stuff that is going to be good for stress. But anyway, I'm opening it very soon. Um, I think I'm going to open it this weekend or next, but either way, it's coming sooner rather than later. And I am very very excited and I could not wait to share it with you guys. So I did post it on Instagram. My personal Instagram is at Tori Sterling underscore. And if you guys want to follow Stride C Isle, it's at Stride C Isle. And if you guys want to follow along with the new studio, I know we're going to be recording classes and putting it up at strideathome.com. So I'm just so excited and can't wait to um, get the studio up and running. But um, yeah, I'm just so excited to be on this journey and begin a new routine down the shore with the expansion of Stride Sea Isle. Uh, But this also really got me thinking, like recently I've been talking with my mom saying that like one week of the summer, we should just not work and just purely vacation at the Jersey Shore because every summer that we're down here it's to work whether it's on my studios down here or like last summer it was for for the studios but I also made the manifest planner last summer so we've always been in the mindset of work 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 when we're down here and I was like what's it like to be a tourist down here like maybe I should see what it's like to be in the tourist mindset rather than someone that lives here throughout the summer But then I was thinking like, well, why not just live the vacation life at the Jersey Shore every single day since I already live here and I may as well take full advantage of it and I live my life in the winters waiting for the summer to begin. Also on the show, we constantly talk about, you know, the ideal day, the ideal week, the ideal month, the ideal year in terms of manifestation. So this ideal summer day is very much so a manifestation exercise that I wanted to talk through and encourage you guys to do as well. Like what would an ideal day in your life look like? And obviously this answer is going to be so different for everyone. My answer is very beach related because I live at the beach. But if you ask me this in the winter, it would be very different than my summer day. And if I didn't live at the beach if I lived at home, it would look very different than this. So everyone's answer is going to be so different and it's not like anything to compare to one another. It's just if you were living exactly where you are right now, what would your a day in your life look like? Or you could even take it up a notch and say You know, if you're really unhappy with where you live or with your job, what would an ideal day in your life look like if you weren't working this job? What job would you be working if you weren't living here? Where would you be living? What would you do every day? So it's a great manifestation exercise to do to really put yourself in the mindset of your higher self and your best self. And I think you'd be surprised that by the end of figuring out what your quote unquote ideal day is, you're going to feel like, oh, wow, I could actually live this day in my Normal life right now. And this is also like a really fun topic. I was thinking of doing more of a serious topic about self confidence, but I feel as so though in the summertime, I don't know about you guys, but I definitely know for me, I don't listen to podcasts as much as I do in the summer. And whenever I do, I always kind of go for more of a lighthearted podcast, nothing too introspective. And let me know if you guys are like that too. I just personally find that I don't have as much time in the summer to listen to podcasts as I do the rest of the year. So whenever I do, I just look for something light and easy, but still inspiring. And that's kind of what I wanted to make today's episode, like lighthearted, easy to listen to, a good summer read, but podcast version and inspiring nonetheless, but just something easy on the ears. You know what I mean? So if that's the case for you where you don't listen to podcasts as much in the summertime, I want to thank you so much for choosing Manifest to listen to and for tuning in this morning or whenever you're listening to it because I truly do appreciate it. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about indeed on this podcast, indeed.com slash manifest terms and conditions apply need to hire you need indeed for the new year. I really want to make sure that soning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that's where I'm thrilled to bring in bond charge bond charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. One more thing that also inspired me for this episode was I was walking with my friend on the beach the other night and I was just saying to her, like, I feel like I live nine months for three months and I don't think I'm like fully taking advantage of it. In the winter, I wait around and wait and wait and wait for the perfect months. And here they are, the perfect months are literally right in front of me and I could be doing so much more that would be filling my soul. So this episode isn't to like make you feel like you need to be doing more with your days. But for me, it's about taking advantage of the fact that I personally wait nine months of the year for these three months. And I want to be really fulfilling these three months because whenever I do the most in these three months, my soul just feels so good. So without any further ado, here is a perfect or ideal summer day for me. So my day would begin at 5.30 a.m. and I would wake up feeling refreshed. At the beach, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's like my bed is really comfy or honestly, I have no idea, but I tend to wake up really tired and exhausted, no matter what time it is. And lately my aura ring has been telling me that my heart rate will not lower. And if it does lower, it lowers like very late into the night. And it could be because of like the new studio stress that I was talking about a little bit earlier, just because there's a lot to do until I open the doors. Or it could be because I'm in like my luteal phase of my cycle. So my temperature is raised. But nonetheless, I've been waking up feeling exhausted lately, and it's not that I don't get enough sleep because I go to bed at like 8.30 at night, like 8.39, so I'm getting lots and lots of sleep. Maybe my bed is just so comfy. We'll just chalk it up to that. But anyway, in an ideal world, I would wake up at 5.30 a.m. feeling refreshed. I would wake up, I would wash my face, I'd put on my under eye patches, and I would stay in my pajamas or I would change into something very light. And then I'd walk downstairs, I would make a hot lemon water and I would walk to the beach. So what I would do, wake up and get out the door as quickly as possible while feeling refreshed. The hot lemon water just feels so good in the morning and every time that I do it, I say to myself, I want to do this more. So obviously in an ideal day, I would have hot lemon water and then I would walk to the beach barefoot to get grounded and also to get sunlight in my eyes. The sunlight is so that I don't crash in the middle of the day. I feel awake. I also sleep better and it's also really good for your mental health and your eyes to get morning sunlight in your eyes. I also want to note that I would be walking barefoot to the beach and this is to get grounded. There's like nothing better than feeling the earth first thing in the morning. So this is definitely what I would do. So once I am at the beach, it's about 5.45 a.m. and I would watch the sunrise on the beach. And I would do this with my hot lemon water in hand, toes in the sand, and I would just watch the sunrise No phone with me, no music, just nature, the birds, and my lemon water. Maybe I'd take a few deep breaths here, but there's nothing that I'd want to force here. I wouldn't try to think of something I'm grateful for or manifestations or anything like that. I'm sure gratitude would come through me the entire time, but I'm not trying to force anything here. I just want to be present and watch the sunrise. It's also great for your circadian rhythm to see the sunrise. So ideally, this is something that I would want to do to also help with feeling refreshed in the morning. At 6 a.m., so about 15 minutes into watching the sunrise, I would walk back to my house and journal. Um, The city of Sea Isle is a very narrow island, so the walk is never long. So for me, it's like a five-minute walk to and from the beach. So I would just walk back to my house. And then once I get back to my house, I would journal and I would journal on the porch outside. Um, My porch faces the bay, so I would watch the bay, listen to the the seagulls waking up, getting that morning sun once again, and I would journal about gratitude. I would brain dump and maybe do like a small to-do list, but nothing serious, just something to kind of empty my mind of the days to do. I would also be sure to not check my phone, especially because it's 6 a.m. Neither of my studios are open yet. No staff needs me at this time. No need to check my phone. And typically I live with my family in the summertime and that's the only reason that I really check my phone before like work begins is to make sure that my family's okay, that nothing like happened overnight. I don't know. That's like an irrational fear that I have. I always like wake up and I'm like, I hope, I don't know. I don't know why I think like that, but I just do. And I know I can't be the only one, but anyway, no phone, just journaling on the porch. It's amazing. Okay, then 6.15 a.m., I would go inside and I would change for yoga or Pilates, whatever workout I'm doing that day. And so this is when I'd go back inside, I'd go upstairs, and I would change for my workout class. I'd freshen up and I'd be ready for the day ahead. So maybe I'd straighten my hair or maybe I would put on my glow screen. That always makes me feel like I'm just you know a little bit more put together. i put on perfume, deodorant um, Lumi specifically deodorant, and I would be ready for my workout class at 6 30 AM. I would leave for the studio. I would go to yoga and Pilates by stride CI, which is my second location down at the Jersey shore. And I would get to my yoga class either on the golf cart or the bike last summer. I purchased a golf cart and it has been like the best thing to ever happen to me, but also one of the worst because now I don't bike anywhere. I just take the golf cart everywhere and on an ideal day, I think I would bike. So it really honestly depends on the vibe. Since I bought the cart, I've not been biking as much, but this is an ideal day. And honestly, ideally I decide intuitively what I want to do in that moment. So I'm not going to put pressure on whether I golf cart or bike it, but I would probably bike it if we're being ideal here. So I would bike on down to the studio. At 6.45 a.m., I would arrive at Yoga and Pilates by Stride C Isle, and I would help the instructor prep for the 7 a.m. class. Now, since I am not yoga teacher certified or Pilates certified, I myself will not be teaching the classes and I'm so lucky to just be a client in the classes to my incredible staff and teachers of yoga and Pilates. I have found throughout the years that when owning a studio, it's rare to be a client at your own studio. And it's a rare feeling to go into another studio and be a client. So I'm very excited to just be a client and have the practice for myself. This is what I was saying as well would be like the solution to the stress. Like even though it's great stress of opening up another location, as soon as it's open, I know I'm really going to utilize it and just get like an amazing relief from it. So I'm very excited about that. At 7 a.m., a 60-minute hot yoga or hot Pilates class would begin at Yoga and Pilates by Stride Seattle. So I would do a 60-minute class here, and I cannot wait for this. 7 a.m. every single day to do a yoga or Pilates class, depending on the day. I cannot wait for this. It's going to be amazing. So I would do this class, and this is when I would really get centered and practice and set my day with the best intentions ever surrounded by the best people in the world. I'm so excited for this. At 8 a.m. after the class is over, I would help transition to the next following class, following the 7 a.m. But meanwhile, I'd also hang out at the studio, mingle with clients, and just make sure everything at the studio is going well. At 8.15, so about 15 minutes later, I would walk to a cafe on the corner. It's called Shore Break, and I would get a coffee. So this is a local coffee shop in Seattle, and it is so good if you guys are ever in sea isle come take a class and then go stop by shore break and get a coffee lately i've been really on a latte kick so i'd probably get an iced latte of sorts with oat milk but i will say lately i've been loving the white chocolate raspberry flavor in coffee there's a creamer by chobani that's white chocolate raspberry creamer and it's so good there's also this place by me at home in the suburbs of philly called valerio coffee and they have this Amazing drink called the Wild Child, and it's essentially like a white chocolate raspberry coffee, and it's so good. The best way I can explain it is like coffee mixed with strawberry milk, which sounds horrible, but please try it before you rule it out because I also ruled it out before I tried it, and then I just tried it one day and it is so freaking good. So I don't think Shorebreak has like a white chocolate raspberry moment, but if they would, if they did, like that's what I would get but nonetheless, I would go to shore break and get a coffee. Then at 8.30, which is about 15 minutes later, I would walk to my other studio in Sea Isle. The other studio, Stride Sea Isle, offers spin. So at this other location that I have in Sea Isle, I would hang out with clients. Oh, and this is also my original studio that's been open for now four summers. So I would hang out with clients, my staff, and make... Oh my God, I literally just... Choked on my words. You have to give me a second. That's the beauty of these episodes is I try not to edit the audio because I always like it to be organic and raw. And sometimes you'll get me choking on my own spit. And that's exactly what just happened. Anyway, I will go hang out with my clients and my staff at the other studio and just make sure like all is going good there. This is also just where I'll answer studio emails, check the voicemail, check the inventory of both the studios. Order anything that I need to like gum or water or like toilet paper, you know, things like that. Um, Get any small admin things that need to be done in the studio, such as um, changing out scheduling subs, front desk coverage, just like little things like that, that I just do kind of mindlessly. That's what I would do during this time. Both studios are small, and I'm really lucky to have an amazing staff in both locations that I really trust, and they're all hard workers. So when I go there, I know that everything's already being taken care of, and I just get to hang out, enjoy it, and just you know do a couple admin things, and then be on my way, but hang out there for a good bit and see everyone. This is like the best part of the summer is seeing everyone and mingling and being there. So I definitely want to make sure that I spend my morning at both locations and they're only one block apart from one another. So I'm very excited. At 945, I would head home back to the house around this point point. All right, so once it's 9.45 and I'm back at the house, it'd be about 10 a.m. and this is when I would shower in the outdoor shower. This is when I would rinse off from yoga and my parents recently redid the outdoor shower, so I'm gonna be taking full advantage of that. I'd freshen up and change into a bathing suit with a cover-up over top, whether that cover-up be a dress or like a proper pool cover-up or a t-shirt and shorts, whatever it might be. I definitely want a bathing suit with some sort of cover-up. At 10.30, I would have breakfast. Lately, if you guys listened to my last episode about my morning routine, then you guys know for breakfast, I've either been having a smoothie, overnight oats, or my egg concoction, which is like eggs with ham and cottage cheese. And then on the side, I have avocado and pickled onions on top. And then I have fruit. Typically, it's strawberries. But now that peaches are in season, I'll try peaches or cherries or whatever we really have. And I'll put hot honey over the entire plate. And it is so good. Like, I can't even get enough. So I'd make breakfast and I'd eat it outside on the porch looking at the bay and this is when I would bring my manifest planner out with me and really begin to like nail down what it is that I want to do for the day. Now typically I always plan my weeks on Sundays so I always have a pretty good idea of what the work day is going to look like each day but this is when I'll get down into the nitty gritty and be like okay so I know that today I need to do XYZ and that's what I'll write down on my to-do list. Once I'm done eating breakfast at about 10.55, I would make a cold iced water and I would either put chlorophyll in that, I'd put lemon in that, or I would put a crystal light packet. I'm obsessed with pink lemonade by crystal light. But again, this is another like intuitive game time decision and I don't want to put pressure on it right now. So I would just do whatever I'm feeling based on my mood. If I want something sweet after breakfast... I would typically go for the pink lemonade. Plus, I just drink a lot more water when it's lemonade flavored. And then at 11 a.m., my work day begins. And I would take this work day in my room for the first 90 minutes as this is when I am very creative and I try to be the most focused is in these 90 minutes of the day. An ideal day of work is honestly everything that that I do. I'm really fortunate that I work for myself. So, when I do work, it's either, it's always something that I enjoy. So, it's either recording a podcast or I work on the admin back end for the studios, which is now three locations. So, there's a little bit more work than I'm used to. Working on new products for the manifest planner, working on the admin back of the manifest planner or working on any odds and ends of social media work, such as like writing blog posts, editing videos, or gathering content for any of my social platforms. But like I said, I'm just really lucky that each workday looks a little bit different, and it's always work that I'm really passionate about. So the first 90 minutes of my workday is always creative and something that I look forward to. At 1230, so after my first bout of work, I will bring my work outside onto the roof deck for about 45 minutes. And I do limit myself to 45 minutes here because I tend to burn otherwise. There's something about the roof deck that the sun is just so much more potent up there. So I can't really spend a ton of time up there, especially while my skin still is like adjusting to the sun. I do put sunscreen on, but it's almost like not enough. Like I just really can't really spend too much time out in the sun. So I'll bring my work outside on the roof deck for 45 minutes I like to you know, just get in a little tan while I do this, but also I'm at the beach, I wanna enjoy it. I have this laptop tent that I will link down below that lets me work while I'm outside so I can actually like see the screen. It's really cool. And this is typically not creative work, but more admin stuff. So if I have to type emails, respond to emails, Um, what else? This is like when I will like link stuff, just like very admin work of what I do will be when I go up onto the rooftop deck, because typically there will be other people up there, like the girls that I live with or my mom or, you know, whoever will be up there. Um, but it's also just kind of distracting up there just by nature. Um, there's, it's windy. It's hot. I'm just not as like creative as when I like lock myself in my room and then I can like get into the right mindset of it. So this is when I do more admin stuff. All right, after 45 minutes, it's then 1.15, and this is when I would take a lunch break. For lunch, I would ideally either have leftovers from the night before or I'm really in like a big ciabatta sandwich kick right now, and the sandwich that I like to make is pepper turkey, American cheese, sun chips, so good, and then I do like a garlic aioli or a pesto on the toasted bun. It is so, so good, and I love it with a side of apples and like peanut butter, and this is also where I would refill my water because in an in I in I oh my god, in an ideal day, try saying that one five times fast. I would drink a lot of water. So this is when I would refill my water bottle again with whatever I decide, whether it be lemon water or lemonade, let me live. And then I would also eat this outside on the porch and I would watch a YouTube video while I eat or I would catch up on a podcast or I'd watch a Bravo show. But again, that is a game time decision. At 1.45, I would do my second and last 90-minute bout of work. And this will be creative again and in a flow state. So I will take this one inside so that I can really focus. And this is kind of when I will try to just get as much more work done as I can but typically i find that if i give myself a couple hours a day of just good deep work that i don't need to work very long hours each day right now because of the studio being set up i definitely am just putting in a lot more hours than you know what this ideal day is saying but then again this is an ideal day not every single day is like this of course but i also just notice that i don't need as much you know it doesn't take me as long as i think to get done work if I just really sit down and focus and do the tasks in front of me and get really creative. I can accomplish a lot in a short amount of time. So that's what I do here. So my second and last 90-minute bout of work for the day that'll bring me to 3 PM where it is beach time. I definitely want to enjoy the perks of living at the beach. So that's what I'm going to do. This is when I disconnect from work and I bring my Kindle and I head on down to the beach for like an hour, hour and a half or so. And this is when I catch the sun. I find that the sun is a little less vibrant at 3 PM. So I can stay in it a little bit longer, but also the time, this time of day is amazing at the beach. So I get to go bring my beach chair, get my toes in the sand and just feel like a vacationer in the town. And it feels amazing. This is also when I'd like either read a book or I'd catch up on podcasts during this time, or I would just chill. I could take a nap on the beach, whatever I want to do during this time. Just enjoy living at the beach and be so grateful that I live at the beach. At 4:30, I would head back to the house and rinse off in the outdoor shower and I would change into comfy clothes. I know that there's no better feeling than like post sun toasty skin and changing. And typically like when you're on vacation, you would change into like nicer clothes and then go out to dinner but I don't know if we're all seeing this inflation going on, but like a pasta dish is like 30 bucks. I'm eating it. You know what I mean? I'm not going out. So I change into comfy clothes and I park my ass at home and that is my post beach routine. So that's what I would do. So i change into comfy clothes. At 5 p.m., um, this is when I would take happy hour on the deck with my parents or my friends. So if I was with my friends, I'd probably go out to a happy hour somewhere and I would still kind of just be in like comfy clothes for the most part. But comfy clothes at the beach could also mean like a skim dress. You know what I mean? There's something about – I mean, I don't drink. So like whenever I go out for quote-unquote happy hour, no one ever charges me for the Diet Coke because – To them, it's like, oh, it's free. You know what? It's like water, so it's cool. Anyway, if I'm home though, for the most part, I do do happy hour at home on the porch with my parents. And this is one of my favorite things ever to do. It's like a core favorite memory of mine. My parents are so good at like always setting a vibe and they always have been that way and they have always done happy hour and they've always done it right. I think it comes from my grandparents on my mom's side because they would always happy hour and now like my grandma my grandpa on my mom's side has he passed away uh, 6 7 years ago and my grandma still very much so happy hours like it's in their blood to happy hour so now it's in my blood to happy hour so we happy hour and it's the best, man. We put out like little appetizers and we get drinks and we just chill on the porch and we talk. We play music. It's like literally one of my favorite day times of the day always. So like for appetizers, it'll be like carrots and hummus or cheese and crackers, which is personally my favorite. And it's just the best time of the day. Since I'm not drinking, I would be at happy hour with a mocktail. So either like a virgin margarita, a diet Coke, a quote unquote gin and tonic, a sparkling water, whatever, you know, I'm really feeling it's a game time decision. After happy hour, about an hour or so of happy hour. Then it's dinner time at 6 p.m. And I've been having dinner a little bit later, which is why in my ideal day, I'd have it a little bit earlier because I think that maybe eating later has something to do with my heart rate lowering later at night. But nonetheless, I would have dinner around 6 p.m. I feel like in the summertime, I like lighter dinners, meaning like one of my favorite dinners of all time in the summer is grilled chicken with a side Greek salad and then a side of rice or orzo or like a pasta salad sort of deal. To me, that's like the epitome of a summer dinner and it is so good. I, I would have that every single day if I could. After dinner at about 630 for the next like 90 minutes would be like flex time you know, do whatever I wanted right here. So I could go back down to the beach with a chair and a mocktail with some friends. I could light up a fire pit in the backyard. I could read my Kindle. I could journal. I could listen to a podcast and relax on the beach. I could go for a walk. I could catch up with a friend. I could do some chores around the house, like put laundry away, unload the dishwasher. This is just such a great time like when work is over and the day is kind of winding down. I have the choice to do whatever I want, whether that be social or stick to myself and do nothing. I can really just decide what I want to do here. And I wanted to make sure that when I planned an ideal day that I had these game time decisions in the day so it doesn't feel like even my scheduled fun time is like planned out. Well, I guess it kind of is. Whatever, you know what I mean. So I would have flex time at 6.30 p.m., At 8 p.m., I would go get ice cream and have a sunset bike ride. The sun is setting later, and thank goodness. So this is a very leisurely bike ride around the island. But the first stop on my bike ride sunset tour is to get ice cream. Lately, I've been loving black raspberry ice cream. I don't know why these new addictions of mine I'm noticing are all raspberry, which is very interesting. But anyway, I would get one scoop of black raspberry in a waffle cone from scoops, which is an ice cream shop on the Island. And I would bike around to see the sunset with ice cream cone in hand. There are so many sunset spots on the Island, and I'm really lucky to have so many amazing ones. So, I would either, you know, go to the bay to watch the sunset because the sun rises in the east, sets in the west. So, when you're on the east coast, it rises on the ocean. And then, if you're at the beach, it sets up at the bay. So, I would go to the bay to go watch the sunset, and it is just so amazing. So, there's like this one. It's called the inlet where the beach and the bay meet. And if you, you know, look to your left, it's the beach. If you look to your right, it's the bay. So you could go there. It's an amazing sunset spot. So I would really just bike around the island, chase the sunset and just vibe. Like this is something that I did in summer of 2021 almost every night with one of my best friends, Katie Brennan. And we just had the best summer and the best nights doing it. It was incredible. And I just want to do it again like every single day. And then at 8.30, I would wind down at home. I would get my book. I would climb into bed. And I would just honestly read until I fall asleep. But since this is an ideal day, I can't lie. I hope Love Island starts again because last summer I was watching Love Island every single night when I would get into bed and that rocked. Like that was one of the best parts of my day. So hopefully that starts again because this is an ideal day. And in my ideal day, there's a new episode of Love Island on every single night as I'm falling asleep. This is also when I would like watch the toast. I love watching the toast to fall asleep, but then I don't really get to like listen because I always fall asleep. Anyway, speaking of falling asleep, I would fall asleep at 9 p.m. And when I fall asleep, I would have the window open and I would listen to the sounds of the Jersey Shore in the summertime and have my fan going. I would smell the salt air and oh my God, it's just heavenly. And then I would do it all again tomorrow. And that is my ideal day. And as I was planning this day, I was thinking, why can't this be my every day? And truthfully, it can be. I think I should like film a video for my YouTube channel that's like living every day is my ideal day for one week and just see how it goes. I think it would one, be really great, but two, it would make for a great video. But three, it would also like let me know that, you know, I can live an ideal day. So let me know if that's something that you guys would want to see. So now I also want to know what would your ideal day B, And what's stopping you from living this way? Something that I learned in therapy that has been really huge is that I, I, I shouldn't say we, I tend to put excuses into other people. So immediately when I think like, why can't I live like this tomorrow? I think, oh, well, it's because I have a birthday party tomorrow. So that's like someone else's fault that they have a birthday party that day. Or another thought was, well, I can't do this for another two weeks because I have to get the studio going first before I can take yoga. So I'm either waiting for the perfect time, which is never going to come, or I blame other people for why I can't live my life the way that I want to. And I need to simply just not do this. I can't have the quote unquote perfect day every day, but what can I extract from this ideal day into my daily life? That's not going to be perfect. That's not going to be ideal. Sure, maybe I can't do this all day every single day, but can I take an outdoor shower? Can I take a walk to the beach at sunrise? Can I journal? Can I have five minutes of happy hour on the porch? Of course I can. I can extract what I can from this ideal day and work it into real life to make this more realistic. Waiting for the perfect time in life to start living the perfect day or the perfect life is simply never going to happen, but I'm sure as hell going to make sure that not another summer goes by where I don't live exactly how I want to, just for me to say in the winter, I'm so sad, I'm so cold, I can't wait for summer, and then when summer hits, I don't do anything about it. So this is how I'm taking advantage of the moment, taking advantage of my time, planning out my ideal day, and whether I live it to a T or not, I'm going to extract moments from my ideal day into my daily life. And the time to do that is now. So with that being said, I'd love to know what your your ideal day looks like and how you will make your ideal happen, ideal day happen every single day starting right now. And that is where I will leave you guys today. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Manifest with Tori D. Simone. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I'd love to know your ideal day. You guys can follow me on Instagram at Tori Sterling underscore, or you guys can check out my website, ToriDSimone.com, where I have links to everything on there. And yeah, I hope you guys all enjoyed it. Thank you so much. And I'll talk to you guys next Monday. Happy Manifest Monday. Bye, guys.